0: The following program may contain views, ideas, and opinions that have been produced by the hosts and their guests and are not reflective of ninety 98.3 or Sky Tower Communications. For questions, comments, and concerns, email us at news at w-q-x-e.com. Good morning, I'm Zach Epperson this week we look back 10 years ago to when elizabeth town set a world record the wall against hunger a community outreach event was set up and displayed 10 years ago and to look back on the event and its impact one of the driving forces behind it Former Helping Hand Board Chairman Glenn McPherson, sir, it's a pleasure to talk with you this morning.
1: I'm doing good. How about
0: you? Doing wonderful. I, again, thank you so much for uh, taking time to talk with me about this. And uh, I, c- I can't believe I was looking at photos of it yesterday, but it's, it's been 10 years since uh, the event. Doesn't it doesn't seem crazy. <laughs>
1: It seems like uh, it was yesterday to tell you the truth, but yeah, it's crazy.
0: My goodness. All right, well, we'll start off with uh, some, a little bit of background information on yourself. So wh- how were you involved with this event?
1: Well, I was one of the board members uh, for Helping Hand of Hope uh, when David Dozer was taking over from Mr. White. He had become the director at Helping Hand of Hope, and we were coming out of a board meeting one day, and, and uh, you know during that board meeting, we had discussed different things, but we never did discuss the wall. And uh, it turned out that day, as, and, and people think I'm crazy, but God said to me, he says, I want you to feed the people of, of uh, Hardin County. And my reply to him was basically, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you know, because, I mean, it was such a such a shock. And, and I said, uh, you know, I, I, I talked to him a lot, and I just said to him, I said, you know, okay, as long as you help me do it, I'm there for you. And he helped me through another project. I was challenged to bring Dave Reaver to town one time, and, you know, just a short uh, history with that. We were able to bring Dave's uh, spiritual message to every high school student in Hardin County as well as Meade County, and it was just a wonderful, wonderful um uh, thing and 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 God gave me all the people I needed and all the assets I needed to make that happen. So when He challenged me with this one, I said, "Okay, you did it the first time. Let's do it again." So the next meeting, the next board meeting, I come back and I said, "Okay, um, here's what I've got in mind." I said, uh, "Let's put together a program, and I don't know what we're going to call it yet or anything like this." It was Trish Cottle that came up with the Wall Against Hunger idea, but I said to her, "I said." And to the other board members, I said, let's put together a program where we can raise 50,000 cans of food to feed the hungry in Hardin County. And everybody looked at me and said, Do you want to raise 50,000 cans of food in Hardin County? I said, yep, that's what I've been challenged with. So that's how it got started. And uh, from that point forward, again, God just gave me all the assets and brought me all the people that I needed uh, in order to make it
0: happen. So you've been given this uh, the, the, this uh, task to do, build build this wall and to, to help the people of the area. So when you're thinking about it after that, building a, a wall out of cans, did you think it was going to be easy or was there anything special that you all had to do for it?
1: I'll tell you. Uh, the first night when we went in there, uh, we stocked about, I guess about 2,000 cans and as we were leaving the building, they all come crashing down. So, you know, we thought, okay, we got a problem here. How do we get around it? Well, again, it just so happened that uh, somebody on the, on the board, I can't remember who it was, uh, knew somebody in Fort Knox, which was part of the engineering brigade in, in Fort Knox. And they come on board and they said, okay, here, this is how you got to do it. The other issue was that we were collecting cans, and, but these cans were all different sizes. They had different labels on them. I mean, it was just when you're putting it. And, and the, the thing we had to keep in mind when we were honoring people that had fought during the Vietnam War, so we couldn't have it look like a messy situation either, right? Um, and so what we did is, again, God brought me uh, Gary Miles, who was the director of Feeding America. And Dave and I, Dave Dozier and myself, we sat down and, and we worked through with Gary the fact that he would supply us unlabeled cans. They're all peas. Okay. So, And I said, okay, how do we do this? And he said, well, you bring me what you get collected and I'll weigh it and I'll give you back these unlabeled cans of peas which are all uniform, there's no labels on, they're all silver, so we said, hey, this is great. So we were getting what we were donating back to Feeding America, we were getting back in these standardized cans that were all silver. That's how that become, and then the, the engineering department at Fort Knox come to us and said, okay, now that you get all that, you've got to build this this way so many layers back. So we had 14 cans laid side by side from front to back and we and we built the foundation based on those 14 cans moving forward so every every layer of the wall was 14 cans deep and that's what gave us the rigidity in order for us to be able to continue to build the wall
0: so going back you you'd mentioned that you know you traded those uh the irregular shaped cans you know all the different types in for those standard ones but for the original cans what was the collection process like of getting all of those cans
1: we just uh, Trish Caudle did uh a super job on the um, publicity side of it for us, um, and uh, she got it out in the newspapers. She got it out on the radio stations, and this community just come together. We got cans from schools. We got cans from hospital associations. We got cans from individual people. We went out to to parades because it was during the, um, I'm trying to think of the, the celebration in August that used to be here. The, Heart, um, the Heartland Festival? The Heartland, yeah, the Heartland Festival. It was during the Heartland Festival time frame. So our goal was to have the wall built prior to the end uh, or to the uh, starting of the Heartland Festival. So we would go out to all these fall celebration parades and we would put a float in and we would walk beside it with grocery carts and we would collect cans. I mean, people would just, cans were coming from everywhere.
0: <laughs> it was
1: unbelievable. Yeah. So, again, you know, um, you when know, we originally started looking at 50,000, it was unbelievable how it all come together. And our final number was 212,000 cans.
0: My goodness, much more than, I, I, I would guess you all were anticipating, right?
1: Oh, it was a lot more than what we were anticipating. <laughs> the other problem we had is we didn't know where to build it because we had to have it on display. We couldn't build it outside. We had to build it somewhere inside. So I'm trying to think of the gentleman's name that owned the Coca-Cola building. Um, but anyway, he came to us and he said, look, he says, I've got this old Coca-Cola building. It's got glass all the way across the front of it. And uh, he says, you're welcome to use it because I'm not doing anything with it at this particular point. Well, again, that's another thing that was provided to us by God. I mean, we had no place to do it. And all of a sudden, this guy comes forward and says, hey, here's a place for you. So we had that, that, that building was canned from one end of it to the other. And I, I don't remember the actual length of what it was, but it was a long, a long long uh, line of cans. The other thing that really touched me and touched my heart was that the number of people that come in to help us build the wall. Bob Bivens, a good friend of mine, he was also a member of the board. He was uh, virtually put in charge of scheduling people, and uh, you know he was on on site all the time, making sure that it was it was being followed through on the way it needed to be done. He did an excellent job. You know, I mean, we even had uh, Dave Dozer and I were talking last night that he, he was reminiscing about a young girl. She was like four or five years old. He couldn't remember exactly what her age was. But she wanted to come in, and she wanted to build the wall. Well, the problem we had with a four or five year old, we were afraid that maybe she'd fall into it, you know, thinking it was a toy or something. So, so what we did is, is Dave took her to the backside of the of the wall, and he worked with her, and she was able to. I think he said he put up about twenty hands with her, and it was just a thrill in her life to be able to do that. So, it just wasn't the fact that we were building a wall of food. We were building a wall that was bringing a community together.
0: Absolutely, so, so, like that's just such an important thing and such a uh, an amazing thing that you said. You're bringing a community together together with with this uh, uh, event. Now, the other thing I had for you, talking about how big the wall was, the the event I understand was also a world record attempt. So, how did you all find out about that?
1: Well, when I decided to, or when we decided to build the wall uh, again, I said, "How do we get?" the community involved how do we take this to to get our 50,000 cans so what I did is I went to the world records book online and found out what the world record was and said okay we get 50,000 and and it's a freestanding structure then we would have the world record so this would give us the push to to, to get the community involved as I said to you you know it ended up being 212,000 cans that was unbelievable. I mean, we had Fort Knox was involved in this as well as far as collecting cans for us and schools and, you know, hospitals. And I mean, it was unbelievable how many people were involved in it. So, you know, it was a community thing. It just wasn't, you know, helping hand up hope, that's for sure.
0: So what was the build process like? I know you talked, we, you had an engineer uh, come in and help you all and tell you, hey, we've got to have it this many deep, you know, this tall. How long did the process take to get it, you know, from base to finished?
1: It took us about uh, two months to build it, okay? Um, and, and the process was that the, the bottom layer couldn't be can behind can behind can. It had to be two cans and then one in the middle. And then you had to build around that middle one. And then you had to build the same frame. Structure around the next one going back and so on and so forth. So when you laid your next layer on top, they were staggered on top of that, that structure. And then the next layer was staggered on top of that structure. So it gave us the strength as we went up. I believe we went up, I think it was 22 rows of cans high is what it was.
0: Yeah, it was, and it, it, it was impressive it, looking that much, I'll tell
1: you. <laughs> yeah, and it was... I want to say it was about a hundred and some odd feet long from one end to the other. I mean, it was massive. It was massive. And the other, the other beautiful thing about it was that we had people come in from Louisville and different areas of of, of, of Kentucky to see this because they were never able to get to the wall in Washington and Bob Bivens had his daughter that lived in Washington, and he said to, he put out a, a, a thing to the people and said, if you have a note that you want to go to the Washington Wall for your son or a relative that had been killed in the war, then come to the wall in Etown, town bring your note with us, we'll place it in the, in the wall, we'll put a flag with it, American flag with it, and... When the wall is is uh, deassembled, I will take make sure that those notes get to the wall in Washington, D.C. on your behalf. So another great thing in the community. I mean, the stories that come out of this project are unbelievable.
0: That's, a, that's amazing to hear. And you, you look now, we have uh, the, the miniature wall. I say miniature, but the, the scaled-down wall at the uh, Veterans uh, Memorial. It's interesting to think about that we have such uh, a connection, I would say, to that, uh, the uh, Washington-Vietnam Wall through this project and then the one at at the nature park. That's a very special thing. How did you all arrive at the idea that you were going to do it as the wall?
1: That was was Trish that came up with that idea. She, uh, you know, I said, you know, we need to, my idea was, or, or God's idea really was, that we were going to build a wall, but we didn't know what we were going to call it. So Trish came up with the idea of wall of hunger because that's exactly what, and the reason why we were building it was to feed the hungry of Hardin County so it was a great thought on her
0: part so now kind of kind of wrapping up now coming back yeah. uh, so once once everything was said and done the wall is up you all the people come through the communities participated and uh, you stand back and you're watching all those people looking at it do you, did you all accomplish what you set out to do?
1: Absolutely we over accomplished.
0: What was that feeling like to know that as a result of not only yourself uh, but just countless others that the community and the surrounding area is going to benefit from this?
1: Well, let me tell you how they benefited. We put enough cans in that building um, and um, worked with Feeding America that Dave Dozier was sharing with me last night when he was director at the Helping Hand of Hope. He said he was able to have enough food to feed the hungry of Hardin County for five years.
0: Amazing. That is that is amazing, and that was just—I yeah. I have no words. That that is just incredible to hear. And so n- now that you look back ten years later, how how do you remember the event? Because to me, I, there's so many different ways. I guess you could remember it. the community outreach, you know, the helping the the hungry. How do you remember it?
1: I just remember it as a as a as a wonderful project that the community just. Come together and 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 realize the need number one to feed the, the people of Hardin County. You know, we're always told that you know um, when Jesus and Peter were talking, Jesus said, "Take care of my sheep," and that's exactly what we were doing. We were looking after his sheep. We were looking after the people of Hardin County, and you know, it just it's just a, a, a such a feeling that we all had to think that we we started out wanting to put in fifty thousand cans. And then it blossoms to 212000 <laughs> It's It's just unimaginable, you know, of, of how it all come together. You know, it just, uh, and, and today we look back on it, we were looking back on it last night, and we were just saying, wow, whoever thought that Hardin County, the people of Hardin County, Elizabethtown, Kentucky, would ever set a world record for a freestanding structure of donated food cans. And and when we went for the world record, um, everybody that worked there and was responsible for building part of the wall, they had to sign in and sign out every time they would come in and come out because we had to have the numbers of people that were involved. We had to know how many cans had been been placed, so they had to track the number of cans that they had placed as well so that we had a running total, and Bob Bivens, again, would double check those numbers by counting the cans that were structured that particular day, you know, and it was, it, it was awesome. It was awesome to see it come together. I mean, it was just, uh, you know, again, God's wonderful. He can do whatever he wants to do. And He put the challenge on me. I put the challenge on, on, on um, the helping hand of hope and everybody come together. And it just, just a wonderful event that uh, just turned out so good or the hungry people of Hardin County.
0: He is amazing, that is for sure. Well, Glenn McPherson, talking about 10 years later, the wall against hunger. Sir, thank you so much for talking with me. I appreciate it.
1: No problem. You're welcome, Zach. Have yourself a blessed day.
0: For a recap of, of today's forum or to listen to past forums, you can go to our website at wqxc.com and click on the Media tab. For ninety 983 I'm Zach Epperson.